0: This, uh, this is Secret Skin. My name is still Open Mike Eagle, and uh, you might know me from other podcasts or rap music or maybe a television show or something. I've learned that people know about me for a bunch of different reasons that I can never make sense of or predict. However, one thing I am sure of is that this is Secret Skin. It's been a while. It's been a few years since we've done Secret Skin. Had an, an odd episode here and there, but we back. We all the way back. Back with a vengeance, a podcasting vengeance. Um, it's it's um it's a new season full of interviews. This episode, the first episode in this season is an interview with Dan Harmon. And I'm gonna tell you a secret about this interview. This interview happened. A while ago, it happened. um, I'm not even going to tell you when, but just know that it wasn't yesterday. I think that's, I don't even think that's important. I think I'm just being honest for no reason. I honestly don't think it matters. Um, There was some stuff we ended up cutting out that was like, you know, political. So it didn't matter as much right now because some of that landscape has changed. But um, largely the conversation that we had is evergreen. And so I told you that it's old for no good reason. But that's the first episode, um, the first interview of this season. We got plenty more coming. We're going to be around weekly for a while. It's going to be a season. It's not going to go on forever. Because uh, forever sometimes is a mistake. And if you're listening, if you're used to listening to what had happened was, then you used to hear me be very deferential to our guests. And I'm going to be deferential here, too, because I'm fans of all of these people. But this is Secret Skin. It's Secret Skin. I can talk about myself as much as I want to. And I, I don't have to feel no way about it. So if I got a show like the one coming up in Chicago this week, I got a tour coming up with AJJ. Well, first of all, the show is with R.A.P. Ferreira, formerly known as Milo, in our hometown of Chicago. It's just Thursday, June 9th. And then uh, I got a tour with AJJ, the band. We're going a bunch of places in the Southwest, in the Midwest. We're starting in Phoenix and going all the way up to Minneapolis and then down in Nebraska. And I got a show in New York, July 13th. It's on the rooftop in Brooklyn. It should be fun. I hope it doesn't rain. If it rains, I hope there's tarps. I don't know if it's going to be tarps. It's the secret skin. For fans of secret skin, Scandinavians, skinter viewers, skintegral parts of this economy. We have a tradition. There's a handshake. There's a secret handshake. The handshake used to be administered via the secret word. There was a secret word. That secret word is now defunct, deactivated. It's like an old password. We're switching it up. You know why? Because too many people have said it on the internet. I'm sorry. Too many people wrote it on the internet in full view of people who aren't in the club. That's not how secrets work. It's not how secrets work. So now there's a new word. So the way this works is that you come up to me in any show or public appearance of mine, and you pull me to the side. And you whisper the secret word, okay? So that old secret word, delete it. Don't ever think about it again. The new secret word is moose. Write that down somewhere. Commit it to your memory. The secret word, moose. You tell me that word in my ear, uh, and you've already pulled me aside. When you tell me that word in my ear, I'm going to pull you further aside. And I'm going to teach you the secret handshake. It's not to be shown to anybody. I'm open Mike Eagle and this is a Secret Skin. Oh, no. yeah, uh, right. I was just trying to get, get through it. It's our first time back. I was you just trying thought y'all through wasn't going to gonna see me? T shirt. T shirt. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Y- yes. You're
1: That's, right.
0: Yeah. You're right. And we you're got t right. shirts. So, uh, how about,
1: to how sale. about this?
0: How about I, I let you do it?
1: Okay. That's right.
0: You can do, no, it. You can I do it. I know I can do
1: it. Don't encourage me. Now, look, I'm T-shirt. And we got T-shirts for sale, Secret Skin T-shirts.
0: We do. We do. A
1: bunch of people done bought them already because Mike got a Patreon and he put it out to them and then a bunch of them bought them because they knew I was going to be in high demand. That's true. That's There's true. a few of me left, like like 20 or something, like 20. Okay. You go to Michael's Twitter, go to his link tree. He got a link tree. You think he fancy. It's
0: not fancy. It's
1: just there's a link on there that says merch. It takes you to merch engine. I'm the first thing up there. I'm the top seller. That's what that means. That's not what that means. That's what that means. That's not. You go there, you buy a t-shirt. That's what you do if you want to be fly. If not, you just keep on what you got on. The t-shirt. You're going to be hearing from me.
0: All right. Well, uh, that was T-shirt with a report about T-shirts. Uh, wow! And here's our interview with, uh, with Dan Harmon. Gosh, we're back, y'all. Secret Skin. I'm open, Mike Eagle. Talk soon. Yeah, I grew up in the '80s watching very bad videos on MTV that have re- that's really informed a lot of like if I could paint the world. Yeah. It would be like those videos that were shot in like black box theaters. Oh, man. With like the slabs for a set. And like, it'd be a kitchen, but it would just be like a table, (laughs) you know, and like a fridge. And then that's the kitchen, you know? That's what I want to do, you know? That's always what I want to do
2: talk more about the 80s palette because to me it means everybody felt like they were living in the future coming out of 1979 which made me seven or eight years old it was like keenly it was like it's 1980 now nothing will ever sound more like robots and computers (laughs) and we literally invented computers like at that dot and so i was like there was no shame there was no question about like oh futurism yeah we're just gonna do futurism now Every day. Like, shoelaces are allowed to be questioned, Mm -hmm. why isn't this Velcro? Right. There's no answer why it wasn't. No. Why did we go back? My theory, we put our foot into a future shoe Mm -hmm. and we felt shame. We knew that we were cavemen and we didn't deserve Velcro shoes. I wore Velcro
0: shoes for one solid phase as an adult. They just don't have enough style.
2: Theoretically, they would if Velcro worked as good as a shoelace. I think Velcro wears out maybe as... Yeah, it gets all grimy. Th- it gets a little dingleberry. Yeah, though. that's
0: disgusting. That's what happens too.
2: It's a zero-sum game with Velcro. You have command strips you can order on Amazon. If your Velcro on your shoes was that strong, you wouldn't be able to untie your shoes sometimes. Yeah. Your shoe would be like, I'm staying on your foot. There would be urban legends about <laughs> women oh. losing their feet.
0: Oh, that'd be bad.
2: So this is um an interview.
0: <laughs> kind of, right? But look. This is the first episode of the relaunch of my podcast. And I used to just do one of those, like, I'm just biting Mark Marin podcasts. Okay. You know, I had Mark Marin on it and shit and just bit Mark Marin, talking yeah. to Mark Marin. You know what I mean? Like, sure. it's very meta. But I know I don't want to do that exactly anymore, but I don't know exactly what I want to do instead.
2: Am I here at your crossroads? I'm going to figure it out right now i've never been under more pressure to do less (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ i better keep my hands off of
0: this (laughs) you know i think i think i just want to i want to find feeling space that's what i think i want to do i love you mike and 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 dan that's why i thought this would be good
2: you're a lateral thinker man i don't even really know what that means good because that's what it means How did you make
0: me feel reassured and more confused at the same yeah, time?
2: Like say the same right back at you. I, I, you, you, you're, you're the only man that will ever produce a rap album with me. Why did we do that? I don't know. You don't know exactly.
0: Was, but it, I, as far as I know, it was your idea.
2: As far as I know, it was my idea as well. I don't blame you, but like my experience with you was like you're just fucking zen like you're not zen zen's an overused word you're you dao which is like water just content with the lowest of places mm-hmm. flowing through the path of least resistance is a phrase that we used to kind of take like bad shit Yeah, because it's like oh you're not American if you're lazy or you're cowardly if you do what's easy that's not the same as path of least resistance where you flow with like you're yeah. content with what's going on in the room. Do you get down with astrology? I can.
0: I used to be very for it. Now I'm very against it. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I'm <like> very <laughs> against it. I think I saw something happen after uh, Trump got elected. Okay. Where like everybody in my world got way too into their zodiac sign. Like it's oh. some sort of retreat. And it just really upset me. Cause I felt like it was something people were taking like the proper amount of serious. Yeah. And then people started taking it way too serious and it just started pissing me off.
2: I do have a take on that now that you now that you put it in the same bin yeah. as 2016, which is ah, maybe, uh, maybe white people need to get more into astrology <laughs> because if you're a Capricorn, so is a black person. And like, 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 oh, how? Like, like, because, like, oh. like, what have we seen? Oh, it's the danger of what you don't want is uh, white people taking up being white as a hobby. Oh my god! And like, looking at that as a thing to belong to. What about zodiac race wars? What would that be like?
0: What if? What if? <laughs> Where what if all
2: the Sagittarius yes. are like, "You will not replace us." Oh my
0: god! <laughs> what if people were like really like I don't know, like triggered based on stereotypes of their zodiac? People just like got mad.
2: My experience with the Zodiac, and I want to hear how you kind of like, I still want to hear how you turn negative on it. I'm going to repeat something that's one of those things where I'm kind of sick of hearing myself explain it, but I also think it's important, which is like, I dated a girl a million years ago who was so into astrology. And my experience through her eyes was, oh, any model of the universe that suggests that people are what they are can be super healthy. My girlfriend, if someone spilled a drink on her at a party, she would be like, that's such a Virgo thing for him to do instead of. Of her being so upset. Instead of taking how it personally, how could he yes. instead of taking it personally? It was like, oh, she would she would say to people like, What's your sign as a entree to conversation? And 90% of the guys that I would witness her do that with would have some smug reaction, like, What do you think my sign is? And she would say, That's such a Sagittarius response. And then they'd one twelfth of the time go, Holy shit. <laughs> And then eleven twelfths of the time they go wrong. I'm a Capricorn, and she'd say exactly, oh, or whatever. Wow. But it just was like, like it, it. The bottom line was that she, according to her religion, you're one of twelve flavors of people, right? And the, that flavor has to do with where the moon was when your mama popped, right. which is the part <laughs> that I I, I I I try to think about these
0: things. What would that mean for a person if Mars was in a certain place when they came out of the vagina of their mother? a week earlier than they were supposed to
2: definitely doesn't hold up to any science and, because it, it, what if i was born in australia what if i was born by cesarean it, maybe? it
0: really i was born cesarean i just remember that i'm gonna next time somebody asks me for my chart i'm gonna make sure i tell them that <laughs> like i was an emergency
2: have you heard that there's a mellowness to cesarean people no i have what well, was it based on uh i watched some assholes like observation okay of, so this is
0: like the 13th zodiac is this a,
2: a yeah. no section? but I, I will say like somebody somebody said i was born by cesarean and they say like that's why i'm so mellow i can't oh, remember who it was that's but it's strange see i don't you know
0: my big problem with the zodiac stuff was that uh, I, I used to be very i'm a scorpio and i feel like i used to dive really deep into this image of a scorpio i felt like very connected to it and i felt like it would explain shit In my life.
2: It explains your gold chain. You're wearing a gold chain. Yes, as all Scorpions It seems a Scorpio.
0: I used to have a, a, when I was a little kid, when I was like seven years old, I had a chain just like this with a fucking gold Scorpio medallion (laughs) on it. It was the pimpest shit a child ever wore.
2: It's the 80s shit too. It is.
0: And and I think that's probably why it impressed itself so much on me because I was so fucking fly as a child with my scorpion on my chest like a superhero. Yes, It was amazing.
2: I got a goat. You got to oh a goat yeah. If I if I had a scorpion, I might have had a fucking necklace. Yeah, yeah, goat is not
0: yeah. It's not
2: fun. It's fine. I I I cope with it. I'm like I get it now. Like
0: uh, it's got it. Is there like I don't know some shame to it if you don't have like a sexy animal? Like you just do you want to bring the do you want to be the goat at the table?
2: I don't think so. I think that that's the. I think that people cuz like well we just had a super bowl and i was like who what were the teams and someone says like the kansas city chiefs and the uh dunk 49ers or whatever i'm like these first of all these cities are ridiculous second of all these people aren't from those cities third of all these and then these like, team names sound
0: dumb like like toothless dudes like panhandling for gold cuz the 49ers <laughs> and the chiefs is a native american stereotype right but they're chiefs right but like, i mean
2: they're like the chiefs are waiting for the indians and the redskins and the braves to oh, get yeah. me too exactly before they before, they're yeah, like they're, well we're chiefs yeah we're
0: there's, some we're hierarchy agency
2: hierarchy there's agency we wrote up to this character so, but but anyway sorry i we can't here's tangent, another but... one no
0: we're doing another one we're doing another <laughs> one so i watch the super bowl right i have boycotted the nfl for two years from from the fucking kaepernick thing right i watched the super bowl because that morning i moved into an apartment uh like my family broke up and i just moved into this apartment on sunday
2: your family like you the, the family of which you are the patriarch yes so
0: nine in the morning moving truck shows up load all my shit in uh by noon I'm there. This is this year?
2: This is the other day. This is you today. This is the other day. This what is this Tuesday? You're walking in with this Yes w- on your shoulders. Yes. To reboot a podcast and I'm because in charge Why of- not?
0: <laughs> why right. not? And you have, you know, you don't have to do anything with this. We'll we'll take another tangent, we'll get smooth off of this All in right. just a moment. But I watched the Super Bowl through my boycott because I was like surrounded in boxes and shit and this feeling of like awful awful dread and i'm like unpacking shit and i'm kind of like freaking out because all this is happening and like the only entertainment i have is like an ipad and i have youtube tv and i was like i'm just i just need this right now i just need to watch like while i'm doing this fuck a boycott i need to watch what everybody else is watching i need
2: to have it on right so i know that like life is happening like colin would take a knee for you and you're so. right to watch the Super Bowl because so. his whole point is like there's people out there that are suffering you know
0: and I was one of them and <laughs> not from police brutality you know no, from, from, from my own yes
2: <laughs> my own devices <laughs> the, the police of of uh romantic entropy yes. were kneeling on your chest they were <laughs> and they still are my god
0: that's why I say, you know, I just, you know, to talk feelings, get feelings out. You've always been really good at expressing your feelings with great nuance. Oh man! You know,
2: you're gonna, you're, you're killing me with flattery. Ooh, well, well yes, isn't mean, You know, I, I just just pointing
0: Thank out, you. you know, a thing that you're like really adept at, and and I admire that, and I'm like I almost like want to uh, mind that, like how did how did you start doing that was that something you've been doing all your life was it something you kind of found is it something you even consciously think about
2: it is something that I have a relationship with mm-hmm. and that relationship I am conscious of I don't know how conscious i am was or you know of of when i'm when I'm doing whatever I'm doing, mm-hmm. I, I I'll probably go to my grave obsessively trying to figure out when am I performing, when am I trying to impress, when am I when am I seeking approval. I think it's that clamor being lowered that makes transparency so appealing, it, because one could drive oneself crazy sitting against a tree in a forest asking oneself if one is who one is. Mm -hmm. Um, But once one decides that every time someone asks them a question, they're going to have a rule about whether that person gets an honest answer, then at least there's some north on the compass it's like it, 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 because if if one starts to go well i know rule number one is you got to be sexy okay well if rule number one is you got to be sexy then there's a bunch of situations that aren't sexy right and so if someone asks you a question in an interview and says like hey, what did you do last night? And the answer is I masturbated to something horrible. Where does the slippery slope of you starting to manage your image end? And I don't mean that to say like, it it, it is not like a recourse to integrity or anything. I've given up on the idea that you can be a good person. Mark Twain had that quote about the reason he doesn't lie is because I can't remember his quote, but it's the upshot of it is the reason he doesn't lie is because he's lazy he doesn't, he doesn't, it gives you less shit to keep track of. (laughs) If if the answer remains the same for everybody, you don't have to fucking work that hard. You said something about me,
0: path of least resistance and flowing with things. But see, the underside of that coin is that if something's going
2: on with me, you're not gonna know about it. But which could be integrity. Because if you're going through a divorce and you don't come to your podcast office and throw a, a cup of coffee in someone's face because they questioned you, and the, the reality is mm-hmm. you're, I'm just saying, I'm just interjecting. Uh,
0: if there's a spectrum of vulnerability, I feel like you're on one side and I'm on the other. Socially, I feel the need to have a little bit more access to myself in terms of what I give to people so that I feel like that makes my life a little easier. If there's more of an avenue by which to let people know, hey, some shit's going on with me. I'm not gonna be as even killed as usual.
2: Well, grass is greener on the other side of that spectrum. I feel like I wipe my ass on everyone in sight and I I I don't listen to them enough. And I, of course, I would be drawn to you and praise you and go open mic eagle. Of course, I, like, uh, love that guy. Why? Because you listen. Mm-hmm. And what do I do? I don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a plug loves a socket. Um, and it, it, yeah, it, you're absolutely right. There is a spectrum that can be mm-hmm. identified there. I feel the same way you do, which is I have so much work to do on the other side of that spectrum so take heart because (laughs) i'm pretty sure you know that the other side of the spectrum from you is a fucking blowhard Yeah, yeah i mean but what you're saying which i think is accurate is you could benefit from a little bit of vitamin blowhard
0: i you know i i i'm in a couple kinds of therapy and i'm a compartmentalizer like hardcore so like yeah you know i tend to leave shit like my personal life like in the car you would you know
1: have I mean?
2: to. Mm, do you have to? Yeah, I think you have to. Because well, I look I at you as to. an action figure. So when I open the open mm-hmm. Mike Eagle action figure, I'm like, does this guy need compartmentalization? Yes. He does. Well who doesn't? Uh who doesn't? Um Andy Dick? <laughs> <laughs>
1: He Andy use a does little. Does not. Well, yeah, you
2: could use right. a little but Cobra Commander could <laughs> use a little GI <laughs> Joe loyalty. He, I does it, I don't know, I guess we're mixing metaphors, but <laughs> I I I am just saying like I totally get that. Like mm-hmm. this is the important thing is that is that whatever spectrum you're describing is it's interesting to access whatever it shares because I sense that about you and I would be flattering myself to say maybe vice versa, but like your respect for me, you like your desire to talk to me, your willingness to connect with me is flattery to me. And it and I when I try to put my finger on why, the only reason I can come up with is because I know that. You have your options mm. that you listen so much and that you are so acquiescent and so staid, so stoic, so compartmentalized that if you wanted to, you could simultaneously have value for anything I said, but also be like, Who gives a fuck? I don't know. Like, and I, so then your any premium you put on me is. Like I'm like, yeah. What did wh- what does open mic want? He's so respectful to me, and he doesn't have to be. He 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 listens to everybody, so he, he must know I'm a bag of dicks, right? Like like, <laughs> and, and, and and he he must have forgiven me for it.
0: I mean, I don't know. You forgive yourself. So I listened to you rap for hours, hours and hours and hours.
1: <laughs> yes. And and, and
0: I, I I was sat here and I was thinking of, I was thinking about it like. Is there anybody in the world who's listened to you rap as much as me? <laughs> you know, and I'm not—I'm I'm not sure the answer to that, but I think I got to be top five people Yo, on earth. Oh God! And this one thing that I kept—I'm continually amazed by it. It's like the reason why, like, it's really what makes me think of you as like a fucking really good rapper is that you rap a thing. You hear what you have said, <laughs> and you like you, and you internalize it and respond to it and like do it in the most vulnerable way possible on a beat. That's really hard to do, like the to hear the words coming out of your own mouth that you have just said with force. <laughs> you know <laughs> right, and, right, right, and, right, right. and it might be something insane, it might be something small, like you'll catch yourself saying things that reflect. Hearts of yourself that you want to work on, and then you like rap about working on it. I, I think like, oh uh, that sort of high level metacognition while you're rapping. I just I've not seen
2: that. Well, in I'm people. very curious about what the alternative to that is because I c- I could use a little bit of that because mm-hmm. I can't rap for more than I don't even know the terminology four bars <laughs> like before the principle you're describing it necessitates that the uh belt the 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 belt comes off the wheel mm. because kind of what you're describing is that I'll basically go like well I went to my grandpa's house and ate some peas and then I'm like th- my brain sparks and I go thank god I ate some peas because a million things rhyme with peas <laughs> um thank my grandpa down on my knees and then like I'm like then I'm thinking okay now we've built up a cannon like, I did go to my grandpa's house, and I did drop to my knees and thank him for the peas. So that suggests to me that now the next the next line, not because I'm a craftsman, not because I respect <laughs> hip-hop, not because I'm smart or stupid or anything, just how my brain works, I just automatically go, I now have to look at that and assess it and go... I'm always grateful to my grandpa for everything he gives. <laughs> so now I've just ended a line with gives and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm a little bit lucky because some stuff rhymes with gives, not as much as it rhymes with peas. You know what I mean? And and so basically it's like four revolutions of that fan belt and the belt's coming off because I what I will never do, and again, not because I have integrity, but because I what I just don't do. I just because I just don't feel like freestyling is worth it. Look, if I if I was, I just imply that I had integrity. It's not. <laughs> I, I have friends that are so talented at that at that thing where mm-hmm. what you do is you set yourself up for a rhyme.
0: Yeah, set up punchline,
2: set up punchline, that thing. And and every time I've ever been writing lyrics to anything around any third party, there's always that really really awkward moment. It really makes me feel really bad. Because it makes me feel like a piece of shit. It, may, it It's it's that moment when someone around me knows that from their perception, all I'm trying to do is figure out what the next line of something should be. And what they understand is that I need a word that rhymes with a nail. Mm-hmm. And they they're with all of their heart and all of their pride and all of their integrity and all of their creativity, all their passion, they're just like they'll pitch like a line and all I can think when I hear it is it's not, it's so off meter. Like, like, like <laughs> it has to like, and it's that, yes, it will eventually rhyme. Right. But that is the least of our words. That is, that is, but that's, that's, that's reflects that you're a
0: person who actually raps because most people don't and they think they do. They think they understand it, but that's the first thing they do is write. They'll, Think nine syllables were only six fit.
2: Well, and you end up talking like Yoda. Like, thing <laughs> where it's like, because, yeah, I can't even riff an example. It's fat. But, but, but it's it. What I want to know from you is what is the alternative?
0: Well, it sounds like you would like to be less of an observer of your own thoughts in terms of painting your way forward. Like that's the alternative.
2: I guess it would be cool to have like kind of a macro compass so I could get through a, uh, 30 seconds or a minute where, I don't know if it would be cool to what end, but it just seems like all I can do is rev up a chainsaw that I built myself and the it's like designed in a way that the chain's just gonna fly off the saw. It's just what always happens.
0: But when it
2: does, you still keep doing it though. <laughs> You know,
0: like it's not like it's not like you stop cutting the thing. Yeah, you know
2: your definition of hero in that case. Yeah, now now I'm Andy Dick. You're like, yeah, you just keep going.
0: No, but it's you don't keep going in a bad way. Like you don't keep going at the expense of any of the entertainment value or craftsmanship of what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like you're, yes, it is it is off the rails. But then even its off the railness becomes a topic. That you can explore, <laughs> right. you know, and and I think the alternative is because what we're describing, I think, is your kind of like default, your freestyle default, and most people's freestyle default is, is the I'm better than you, <laughs> right, yeah. you know, like that's most people's like on switch for rapping is like, I'm so tight, you're so wack, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, totally, and yeah. that's yeah. most people, and and I think. There's a there are a lot of people in the world that rap that wish they had a way to find another default. Wait. I've even-
2: What's yours? Do you have a default? Uh,
0: I, I try not to. I've freestyled for so long that like, I have lots of instant associations when words come up. So that's a bit of my default on its own. It's just like me digging through right. Uh, my prearranged associations and 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 because I like to I like three syllable rhymes so like I had just have those like cataloged in my head uh-huh. for days and days and days because when I first started freestyling that was the way that like me and my friends impressed each other it was uh, multisyllabic rhymes and in the craziest punchlines you could think of <laughs> so we were always trying to meld those two. You know, is to have like some really insane simile that was also a three or four syllable rhyme in which you could rattle off three or four more words that had that same rhyme structure. So what that means is my default is still kind of juvenile in the sense that it's still based on what I used to impress my friends with in high school. Uh, You know what what I
2: mean? I'm curious, though. Because what you're describing is a stockpile, sort of. And we know human nature is we make tools and then we store them. We keep them within arm's reach. But we also know that no human being would be freestyling. None of us are David Blaine. We're not Mm. trying to convince anyone that we're making something up if we're not. Like Mm. That's what a hack would do. No one's ever in an act of deception, basically. Well, I've seen it. Well, I mean, I, 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 we call those people hacks, right? I'm right. I'm assuming because right. in comedy we would do that, and I'm so I'm assuming in, in that, rap in, yeah, in rap sure. we would definitely do that if someone were to go. T- so I, I imagine the the definitions of that must be fucking almost impossible to navigate, and probably in the end, it's probably comes from the gut where mm-hmm. you're just like, I know a fucking whack ass right. like pre stocked, like the, like how how did you. Arrive at space needle, uh, <laughs> talking about Donald Trump because you wanted to say face fetal. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> <delightful>. Not bad. <laughs> I, I, the, the but but I'm curious though because what you're mm. describing is so. D- when does that uh, umbilical cord start to strangle you? The, you you're describing like you're like because because if you start to stack up, yeah. you know. Oh, you know what? I'm not going to get stuck the next time I end a line with i don't know like but when does that become oh shit are you about to say minotaur again (laughs) yeah i've I've definitely done that (laughs) but then if you stop to think i mean that's death that's the death i have to face
0: when i'm like trying to be better than myself you know what i mean because like i do i have i have Fifteen-year-old rhyme string pressed upon my brain all cells. Work.
2: It's like yeah.
0: So like when I get into a cipher, especially if I'm in a cipher with people who I've been rhyming with for years. What
2: does that mean? A cipher.
0: A cipher. A uh, people rapping in a circle. Okay. Or any configuration. That's a very a group uh, of sci-fi.
2: I didn't know that. that <laughs> cipher. Yeah. I don't know why it's
0: called that. That's but so nerdy. It's called. Nerdy. A
2: it's called a <laughs> we're ciphering is what we're doing. Like it's it's <laughs> that's what it's called. Hey man, you want to cipher with me? Yo, uh, I
0: don't know. Are you white? You don't even understand how thrilling that is of a question for me. <laughs> <laughs> what is like, a cipher? When, when people when people say no, when somebody says, "Do you want to?" Fuck yeah! I you cypher want a
2: cipher because Like what? That 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 should have a a horrible savage word. You know, it <laughs> should be like you want to you want a grease bomb with nope. me. You know, so that it can we be are. impoverished and <laughs> shitty. Nope. but it's like techno. It is. It steampunk. is
0: steampunk. Weirdly scientific <laughs> for no apparent you reason. Wanna,
2: hey man, you want a catalog? <laughs> you want You want a technocrat? <laughs>
0: So you don't know what the word cipher means. It means you don't rap around a lot of people. Well, I
2: have a a relationship with the word cipher, by the way. But a different. Of course. Yeah, in a, in a more. writers' room sense. We use the word cipher in writers' rooms to refer to characters that are basically sounding boards. We chart a course by show don't tell. Mm-hmm. Like if you're just t- explaining to people, "Oh, I'm going through a divorce and I uh uh my child uh used to love me but now they don't." It's like you're guilty of tell don't show exposition. F- yeah, so you, yeah. you because obviously it's a visual medium. So so a cipher we refer we go like Oh, well she's a cipher for him. It's like a wall to bounce a racquetball off of. So like she's uh she's ciphering him or something like that. Like it would go like, "Oh, well the Ben Stiller character will take her out for a hot dog and then she can be a cipher for him to explain that he wishes he was Iron Man." Oh, oh, I see.
0: So we were talking about vulnerability and the spectrum of it. Your relationship with vulnerability. Does it have in your her view any correlation to success as, as in, in creative creative exploits. Like yes. what is yeah, what yeah. is the relationship uh, between
2: almost one for one, mm. only recently diminished because culture has changed and it turns out the vulnerability was the spinach that Popeye reached for. Uh. It was the answer to every question. Wow. Now that included, so any question of like, well, what should this episode of the sitcom be about? Oh, well, let's make it about me. I pooped my pants once, I masturbate to this. I was like, hey, ladies, what do you what do you think about masturbation? It, we, we've now lived through this shifting time where uh, like every weapon that you would ever use, any crutch you would ever use, it's like, it doesn't have to be good or bad. But it's bad if Mm -hmm. it's like this thing that becomes all you use. Mm -hmm. And so the answer to your question is from the age of six, I don't know, to 40, vulnerability was my go-to. I had learned during my developmental uh, relationships with society, online, anything, rooms full of people. If I go to a party and I'm... I'm never going to be the guy that people are like interested in or getting a beer for because they can tell he knows how to climb a rock Mm -hmm. before I could walk into a room and people would see my face. And then there would be like a QR code in their head that, well, that's Dan Harmon. I should be nice to him. Mm -hmm. I, there was an in-between space where it's like, well, I need to make these people understand that I'm exceptional. And the way it, the shortcut I detected very early on in uh, improv and sketch and stuff in Milwaukee was, God, it was like a monkey finding Flint rock. And like, I look back on it now and I go, God, you, you, you know, like you could have done so much more with that, but like back then I would just be like, I would get on stage in an improv show and I would, I would just evoke details of getting hit by my parents. And people had a pornographic relationship with that. It would titillate them. They would say, well, that's unmistakably real. Therefore, that's funny. Mm -hmm. And what's funny about it is that you shouldn't be. You shouldn't use that here. You shouldn't be proud of that. You shouldn't be saying that here. This is a PG show. This is a there's 30 people here. They paid one dollar. Why are you doing this? Why are you, why are you crying? Why are you talking about this? And I got addicted to that. I, I got addicted to the inappropriate level of transparency. I became uh, an evangelist about. You know what? I think if all of us just, and I think, and I would think back then, this is insane. I would think, as an early adopter of what we now call the internet, I see an age coming and. I was not a hero. I was not being brave. I was thinking, I was like a, a Bitcoin investor. I was like, these motherfuckers don't get it. <laughs> like, they don't get that one day all of us are going to operate on a currency of honesty. That I'm going to be king. And that, and that actually we're going to be ashamed of how ashamed we were. I, and I immediately, as soon as... Like, no. We we, we we transitioned into a world where it's like, no, every idiot in the world is on the internet that means that the internet is stupid that means that dishonesty has come to the internet that means that if you did a sketch where you raped a baby 20 years ago you are now like you have to either defend it right (laughs) or or deny it or embrace it it. like your transparency bitcoin is worth not only nothing but it's actually like you're you're Cancer yeah. and like all of your pursuit of honesty. Nothing was more kind of full circle for me than seeing uh at one point somebody sent me a you know, like a, a thing on 4chan it was like, you know, like these 4chan guys, like they were like, This is Dan Harmon's entire MySpace blog. Oh no. So they were basically going like, This is Dan Harmon when he was our age. This is Dan Harmon's and Frank Diary when he was as angry, as white, as misogynist, as like, like, but they weren't, they were going like, scour this thing for the N-word, scour this thing for the C-word, right. scour this thing because what we wanna send him we wanna, what we wanna do to this guy is we wanna say, hey man, like, don't be a fucking hypocrite. Like, just because you're 40 and you have money don't parade around and say you're woke mm. because when it paid your emotional rent when uh to say women are bitches like uh or tell some you know blog some story about you know that resonates with what we would now call incels you were doing that and you were doing that because it serviced you and be, and, and the message i took away from that was like you're right i all i have ever done is wanted people to love me and I and I've moved from a hermit shell to hermit shell and so like um it, it what was your question <laughs> <laughs> that should be okay I, I don't want to affect the reboot of your podcast but <laughs> One pitch title is what was your question? <laughs> that was great. That was great. I can't remember what we were talking about. Uh, we're talking about oh, the it, relationship. We're talking about the relationship with yeah. the vulnerability. And I would say, I and I just yeah, I I have an urge to come clean about this, which is like vulnerability was just like a f- any fucking child's tool that I found. Like Jeffrey Dahmer found squirrel bones. Um, it, it, some other kid found a a a. a a Xanax that his parents left up, crushed up on the coffee table. Like, uh, I, I you find what you find as a kid that it that works that that it does it for g- you. Gives you it's like a gazelle femur you can use to smash a skull to slurp delicious brains out of. We're fucking primates. And Another
0: I, title possibility. And right I, <laughs> I
2: was. I, for me, transparency and honesty, clearly, if I had been committed to them, I'd be fighting a war right now. Instead, I'm in my garage going like, oh, people don't like me. I'll just.
0: So what do you that's that my question? Like, what do you do now? Like, if, if that's the case, and like you said, the age has shifted and vulnerability is it's a lot more dangerous.
2: It's vulnerability now. There was, oh, a, so there, 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 there was like a time when it was like, <laughs> 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 it had an artificial value on it. Wow. It was, was sort so... of like, uh, there was a put option on it. And it was like, oh, vulnerability, I'll take nine pounds of that. And now it's like, oh, that's that makes you vulnerable. <laughs> 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 that was my outrage. So it sounds like you have to protect yourself now. I Well, I have an urge to. I don't want to say I have to because I don't want to make a mistake. Are you not doing it? For sure, not doing it. You're not protecting definitely. Yourself. Oh no, no, I am. I am yeah. protecting myself in that I am not. I am no longer vulnerable right, online.
0: I know, like it's like even you were, like I was at the last Harmontown Town, and you were explaining why it was that you were ending it, and I think that was part of the answer too, as you were saying it. Like it's used to be helpful for me <laughs> to like yeah. come bare it all,
2: and possibly for other people too, right?
0: And I mean, it seems like it could very well still be useful for people, but it seems like it's less useful for you.
2: Yeah, undoubtedly, there's going to be a point where I am compelled to do that again. But it, the whole point of it will be that in my mind, I have a different attitude about it because there was a momentum and an energy was always the easy thing the path of least resistance like if i'm going to speak into a microphone to strangers and i'm going to equalize the room and confront them and say like here's the deal if as in any room where one person has a microphone and everyone else doesn't we all know the rules Mm -hmm. If this person starts to fucking bore you (laughs) you're dead right like that should be and, and My therapy was like, yeah, so I don't have stand-up. I don't, I'm going to complain, basically. I'm going to stick my thumb in my mouth and I'm going to say, I'm a baby. Why can't I continue to be a baby? Why can't, why can't I just poop where I'm standing to lose the metaphor and get specific that would take the form of me saying, well, who are these people that are always constantly telling you your shoes are untied? That was like my classic thing. It was a real beef that I had was like, I didn't believe that people would tell you that would tell you your shoes are untied. I don't believe them that the, I don't believe that they're saying that because they're afraid because you're they, going to trip. Right. They I think really they're care excited. About... I think they're so deprived of agency that they're excited. They've become agents of conformity and they see an untied shoelace and they, they're pollinating that your shoe, like a bee, they want to tie your shoe. I still believe that a little bit. But the thing that's changed is I do not consider that worth complaining. (laughs) That is not a charismatic thing to be talking about after Ferguson. That is not a charismatic thing to be talking about after the 2016 election, period. That's not a charismatic thing to be talking about. And when I say charismatic, I mean in my own view, Mm -hmm. not to a bunch of people who I hate. And I want to be clear, I fucking hate everybody mm-hmm. these days. Like, I kind of like lost faith in all of them. I don't want to listen to a 45 year old man complaining about Star Wars right now. <laughs> Not now. Not now. If I went into my walk in closet as a rich person and had a million outfits laid out for me by a thousand docile servants and all of them were invested with the task of choosing an option for a look for me. I would just walk down the line and among the things that I would bypass would be outfits that said rape is hilarious. Mm. I wouldn't I would be like, "Well, I don't want to wear that." The question of whether the I don't want to wear that because I care about other human beings or because I have an internal dialogue with myself is almost moot, isn't it? Because isn't the most important conversation you're having with yourself when you go and you go, I don't feel like wearing that. I don't think that that, I don't want to wear a shirt that says it's all about me and anyone that doesn't understand that can go fuck themselves in a world where the internet has revealed to us that that attitude could possibly be the fucking thing that makes a difference between Nazis walking the street and going back to their parents' basement. I want to talk a little bit about failure. Through the lens of mine. We'll need to use your lens. I don't, I'm not familiar with what you <laughs> Topic. I love
1: you. Um,
2: <laughs> um, so like last year,
0: I had two TV shows on. I had one on Comedy Central, another on VRV. Both got very unceremoniously canceled. It's weird too, cause like, the VRV one kind of popped up out of nowhere. And the thing I kept begging them to do is to not put it on at the same time as the Comedy Central one. And I think they both premiered like the same day. You know what I mean? It was really fucking stupid. I'm new to any like TV film. I've been in rap, and been in like low stakes rap my whole career.
2: Low stakes rap? Like yes. That's your title. It's. No, it's not your title. That's a dumb title. But I like I it though. That. But it,
0: it's all, But it is. It is my <laughs> address. That is. That is my address. Like that is what I have been steeped in. It is. I, am I mean, there's the an integrity of to, low stakes. I, I'm rap.
2: Like if somebody said, "Do you want to? Hey, do you guys want to hear West Coast, East Coast, uh, New Jack, uh, Low, uh, uh, Dirty South, <laughs> Low Stakes? <laughs> I want to hear Low Stakes
0: rap." And and that term to me, I use mostly economically. Like I've been on very small labels. I never like before. No, I've never been on a label that had more than like two employees. You know what I mean? It's always like one guy and then maybe he had an assistant. You know what I mean? Like that's every label I've ever been on. You could
2: like, have a Jeff Foxworthy test where you're like, if your intern <laughs> is giving you notes on your first cut, you're you, a low stakes rapper. Right. You might be. I might
0: be signed to you. Um, <laughs> but um, I come from having a lot of creative autonomy, nobody to answer to. And full license to make whatever choices I want to make and that it worked out pretty well you know the difference being if you're Drake and you make the wrong decision people at Universal might lose their jobs you know what I mean I never faced any kind of pressure like that so I just do my own thing from that I'm now tangentially peripherally in this comedy TV world the failures of that they hit me very differently like, in ways that are like, like, I'm going to tell you a story. I wrote a script with a guy. We ended up selling that script to uh, a network. The network bought it, paid for us to do one rewrite. They ultimately passed on it because they wanted to do something similar, which bothers me <laughs> because, <laughs> because it was a hip-hop thing, and they were like, oh, we already got this other hip-hop thing. It was like like there can only be one. It was oh, like man. that uh, uh, it really uh, fucking yeah. bugged me. Um, this other company wants to buy it. So we're like, fuck, that's awesome. We're gonna pay for the same script three times. It's fucking amazing. And the scale of money is like I would have to have sold an unimaginable amount of albums to make what I made off of that first the first time we sold that script. Mm-hmm. You know, like just the scale is crazy. Just streaming music money is nothing. It's right. Nothing. Other company wants to buy it. Me and the and my Co-writer and a production company, we're like arguing over some pennies for too long. The company has a leadership change. They no longer want anything to do with it. All right. This thing that I think is really good. Okay. It's just sitting now. Now, the billboards for the show that they the original network passed on our show for, because they, they wanted to do that show, those billboards all over town right now and like i am so fucking sensitive that like every time i see one i get really angry and it's like not the kind of anger you can tell
2: people about no you can't cuz it's very it's very petty yeah yeah you know it's you're, very you're going to be telling one of two categories of people people who are going <laughs> to respond with must be nice right. and people who are going to respond with who the fuck do you think you are
0: but so so as a creative what do you do with that what do you do with that very intense feeling that is very it is very not appropriate to express or share but you actually feel it what do you do with that
2: two answers i'm 47 now so i don't practice what i'm about to preach but like a younger version of me would have practiced this but i don't necessarily know if it's the best advice I fight that war on two fronts. I never look back. I got baptized by fire out here, same as you did. Your sanity becomes dependent on um, uh, detaching yourself from outcome. Like it, it, it will continue to hurt, but you, j- you just have to make this autistic decision to be like, well, for instance, if I'm a writer, then my job ends the day I deliver a script. If I'm gonna, if I want to, if I want to have. If I want to care more about the documents all right then I'm saying I want to be a director and know. then and and but I don't want to be a director because directors are the people that I hand these scripts to and they fuck them up. So like you start, I, I start to identify myself and this is a dangerous game with uh, uh, the quality of the document that I hand off to somebody like uh, that I say, I, and I mistake that for integrity. I go, I go like, it doesn't matter what Sony's going to do with this once I deliver it. My job is to make sure that this document is sound and then like a spider that spins a web and sits there and doesn't catch any flies you don't blame the flies you don't blame the place you spun the web you don't blame your ass you fucking climb away and you never look back and i typically unless i'm super drunk i won't watch community i don't watch rick and morty Really, I'll have like weird Sunset Boulevard moments where I'm like, uh, I'll be uh, be, like in a blackout drunk, basically. Like I'll, I'll, I'll like watch an episode of something I've done, but it's like it, it, it. So my answer to you is like partly toxic because i don't think it's the right it's like it's almost like an abused child's response which is to say you have to learn to love the pain you 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 don't give them the power over your flesh but is is isn't
0: okay so i guess that's reflective of it genuinely being a toxic environment. Yeah, in some you, sense. yeah.
2: I mean, that's part of why my advice might be bad because it doesn't include like the possibility, as the young creative should maybe invest themselves with today, of like maybe maybe the environment needs to change, which could involve making your own website and fucking like using uh, Venmo and B- P- Pure and Pooby Doobs to <laughs> dot doobie Dobs to to like make create your own brand uh, 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 and and run your own industry. I'm coming from a world where it's like, this world is run by Sony and Fox and uh, Universal, mm-hmm. and, and um if I connect my self-worth to what, how they react to a thing that I have de- decided is either good or bad, I have signed up for insanity. I have signed up for chaos. I, I need to be able to, observe a document I wrote and say I'm handing you my best definition of like uh, a slinky movie mm-hmm. and then I go it's it's yours like you bought it you paid me as you pointed out an exorbitant sum it's beats fucking food service work mm-hmm. and then you like I and then so then the other half of that is that I then I, I just I just keep moving on so it's like disconnection from outcome and then number two is like prolific output I think both of those things though are like that's coping it's enabling it's it's that's something uh, you would hear similar answers from an abused housewife yeah, well. she's so like oh how do I deal with James hitting me oh. well I Right. I bring him a cup of coffee, and I remind myself that he only hit me because <laughs> I let him down. I I, right. I I don't know. Like there's there's a familiar. So I don't believe I have the answers, but that's my honest answer. I mean, it,
0: it's it's funny because I don't you
2: know even without having heard you say that before right now. Because to me the
0: problem was the was the roller coaster of it all. Because honestly, the whole shit is cherry on top. I'm not supposed to be any any anywhere near any of this. You know what I mean? Like I've I've been working toward being at the top of the low stakes rap pile <laughs> from like most of my <laughs> the adult king like, of The rap. king of low stakes <laughs> rap. The king of low stakes rap. So like I, you know, I I may not be that, but I'm like damn close to it. And that's all I ever wanted. And like my um, motivation to be involved in TV shit was always just to like make music easier. You know, like to raise my visibility. To make it easier to make whatever music I want to make and make it easier for my booking agent to book me, make it easier to get like a better record deal.
2: It's like your vision of an ideal world for you. If you know, it's like you have like a workshop where you're like generating music Mm -hmm. and like growing a farm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's no, I think
0: ideally I am pursuing many creative pursuits that all kind of deal with my worldview. You know what I mean? And my, what I consider to be kind of odd story on earth. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know too many people who've like had a similar path to me, I would say. And I feel like that informs informs how I make rap music. Mm -hmm. And I think in these other, in this other realm, it informs my creativity there too. And because I have seen some success there, it does make me want to continue to pursue that too. I am just trying to figure out how to grow some armor, I guess. Because, like I was saying, when we got in this position to have the success, like me and everybody around me, management, agents, are all like, "Oh shit! Like this is gonna, it's gonna be, this is gonna be the thing!" Like they, you know, like, nobody even wants like do anything else. We have, to, we have to wait and see what what happens. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and then all nothing right. fucking happened. All right? Shit came and went. Two shows came and fucking went. Like. I guess I was just so high on the potential, you know what I mean? That like I, there was nothing that prepared me for, nothing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh uh, yeah. And like I said, even without having heard you say that, man, I ran back into the studio. I ran back to podcasting. I ran back to my merch company. Mm-hmm. Like I ran back to shit that I can control. Yes. yes. <laughs> you well, know what I mean.
2: Where are you from again? Chicago. Yeah. Midwest. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So- the Midwest understands that's the 13 Zodiac, the, Midwest. <laughs> the Midwesterner says like it's almost toxic. But then again, when you look at today's world, you go, well, is it toxic? Because goddamn, what if you believe in yourself so much that you don't fucking work? really hard but like i but it's important to recognize that we are obsessed with deprivation we're obsessed with finance we're obsessed with poverty impoverishment like we my 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 therapist said to me at one point because i was like i was misinterpreting my bank accounts and i was like actually feeling like like i don't think i think actually i may have accidentally spent all my money i don't know <laughs> i'm having an anxiety attack and she's like what's your relationship with money and i'll be like oh my parents are total tightwads that's the reason why i don't give a fuck about money and she's like yeah but you're not seeing a similarity here your parents thought about money a lot and you're thinking about money a lot you're thinking about money a lot when you're like making it rain all over your own world and you and and when it's a zero-sum game between and this is where the midwest thing comes in what I relate to what you're saying, and maybe I'm putting words in your mouth, but it's like the biggest nightmare of all you and I have is um, some future, whether it's five years, five weeks, 10 years, 10, 20 years from now, it's Like like there is some reckoning mm. where you or I are under a bridge, warming our hands over a trash barrel, and someone says to us, What's your deal? And we say, we have to shamefully tell them, well, I wrote Monster House, but I didn't see the opportunity and the branding, or I didn't save my money. I didn't, it's very Irish. It's, it's, It's this idea of an America, the American gene pool and psychology is like, we're so Irish, we're such an Irish country. It's this idea of, if there's a dollar on the floor and you don't grab it you may as well have set it on fire <laughs> and if and if you set it on fire you're going to get charged 2 dollars oh. for being a f- money burner like you're you are so responsible for your well-being and the day will come when you are fucking poor and it's going to be your fault. You're going to be have to gnash your teeth and you're going to, have to... It's not the poverty that will hurt you. It's the fact that you did it to yourself, you piece of shit, you horrible human being. How could you not... How could you, while the sun was shining, not make hay? How dare you? How dare you, you insolent, fucking profligate piece of garbage. How dare you not accept this Fucking charity of life. That 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 girl said she liked you at the malt shop. Why didn't you t- arrange some kind of like thing where she gave you a quarter every time she liked you? <laughs> now you now you gotta eat. Fucking off-brand peanut butter. You know why? Because you don't fucking hustle. I don't have an aspirin for it. Yeah, no. other than becoming a millionaire. And- <laughs> <laughs> but but except, well, this may be aspirin for you, which is that I, like I just told you, fucking became a millionaire, yeah. and I just felt that shit last Wednesday Damn, because my app wasn't showing me the right bank account, Damn. and I immediately assumed. That you would shit to bed. Yeah. That it was my fault, that I'm a bad person, that I think wrong, that I value things wrong, that every day when I get up out of bed, I'm a fucking like wrong thinker. It's not your past failure, it's your future failure that you're thinking about. Because you're sitting here and you're happy. Mm, Yeah, I'm okay. I'm it ain't the happiest week of my life. It's not like you're signing off on every thing that's led to this moment. Right but you're not currently like fighting off vampire bats with like a hot poker going like, God damn. <laughs> like, it, it, it's, we were always gonna have like a chain of increasing regrets about, yeah. but like it, it, the curse is that we think about the future. Like we're, we're like, oh, I'm, re- I'm responsible for like winning this game. I don't think I think I think about the past more. I, oh, really? Yeah, because I, I think, okay,
0: this is part of the compartmentalizing thing with me. I don't have a lot of um, outlets for anger. I I don't, and like that's so. Like, uh, my therapist has reminded me, like, I make fucking rap music, and I should like put it in there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I want to picture your therapist. Is it? I'm picturing a woman. uh, she's
0: uh, uh, a short bob haircut. Got to know the race. She's a white woman. A white woman.
2: So she's like, but open mic. (laughs) You're a rapper. You have the ultimate outlet for your anger. Well, I'm not. Well, you know what? You know what?
0: Because to be fair to her, the context of the conversation we brought it up in was about like my feelings around my family splitting up Uh and how part of my compartmentalization is that I don't feel my feelings all the way. That's part of why, you know, I walk in with shit. You don't realize anything's wrong because I'm not all the way feeling it. Until, like, I'm by myself, you know what I mean? So, in all of the therapy work that we're doing to get me more in touch with my feelings, she's like, Hey, you're really lucky you have a fucking creative outlet that like people don't have, you know? So, like, put some of the shit in there, like, oh, yeah. Do, but, you, do you yeah. do that regularly? No. I mean, like... I, I'm starting to now, but I, I didn't do it much before. And when I did do it, it wasn't very conscious before.
2: This is probably a bad baptism for you, though, because if you're a father and yeah. the family... So you're going to have a lot of shame. Like, you're going to... Yes. The, the whole point that you're describing is that, like it would just be a lot easier for you if you were 25 and you were like okay now i'm finally going to start rapping about i'm a compulsive masturbator (laughs) uh that would be an easier first step to take than you being like because obviously i don't have to tell you as a man a divorcee that you're probably fucking with themes of patriarchy and whatever your relationship with your dad was like that, that w- ways, your yeah. definition of what a man is supposed to do, what a father is supposed to do, and that therefore for you, humility goes way beyond the adorable 25 year old version of humility, which is like, I, I can't tie my shoes, yeah. right? And goes into, I let someone else down. Yeah. The idea of being a bad dad, a bad husband. All of those
0: sorts of terrible
2: things that you don't want to talk about that I'm putting in the music. Open mic, otherwise known as compartmentalized mic.
0: It'll never be as graphic as maybe like if you did it, it. You know what I mean? Like if you were in the same position as me and you wanted to make a rap album about it, it would probably be... A lot more detailed,
2: maybe. Yeah, uh, you know. I mean, watching you know, like Will Smith going, "It never worked out between me and your mom," but I, I remember listening to that going, "Well, that's." A, you, you, you. There's other ways to express that that don't involve actually addressing your. <laughs> 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 like, you, there's deeper ways right. to like,
0: yeah, like ways to actually say it in a way that actually includes some space for feelings, like in emotions and real things that took place, rather than this septic way to yeah. say it.
2: Not trying to craft a narrative. I right. think that's the trap that one would fall into if one were like, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about what a piece of shit I am or what a saint I am and both are committing the same fault, which is like yeah. actually like, what happened and how thing. do I feel? I'm not saying what happened. I'm just saying how I feel. Right,
0: exactly. Only saying you don't have how to give the street address. You can just like precisely cuz Cause that, cause that's the therapeutic part of it like s- saying what happened doesn't help me at all
2: <laughs> you know what it i mean it also won't relate to random exactly well it's some some people it will <laughs> you got, know got, yeah yes yes you could be the you could be the dmx of divor- divorces <laughs> Divorce. It really helps me
0: to speak about matters like that with people who absolutely understand the feeling that I'm talking about. Absolutely understand that. Understand what it feels like, especially if it was like your first couple years in the business and what you would feel when you randomly looked up and you saw that billboard. Like before you had the armor, before you had the disconnect, before you crawled away from the web as as practice. You know what I mean? Even if you don't all the way think that that was good advice, It was very helpful to hear that there's a kind of toolkit for that, even if you don't think those are the best tools.
2: Yeah. I mean, nothing's more horrifying than a rash on your arm that, like, is purple and has a weird-shaped bump, and then, like, it's medicinal before the Internet says that's probably cancer for anybody to say what is it horseshoe shaped or whatever and you're like, I'll be Goddamn I guess it yeah, I never looked at it that way. Mm-hmm. It is horseshoe shaped and they're like it's called looka Dooba do doo like giving it a name and that's the, that's it, also the name of my production company there, just there's named there one. is there is this like even in the darkest of shit that has no solution, there's still this like yeah this medicine and someone going like, oh, that's a thing for sure. You're describing tennis elbow. <laughs> uh, you're describing fraud complex. You're describing this and, and, and then then you personally get to deal with it yeah. however you want. Absolutely. Because part of what people are saying to me is like, yeah, I don't know how to fucking deal with it. It's, <laughs> it's called a bunion. It fucking hurts. I've never figured it out. And then you're like, okay, that throne's empty. Right. I think yeah. I'll figure. I'll be the pioneer of that.
0: You know, I'm. I'm gonna be figuring out on behalf of low stakes rappers who try to do TV. <laughs> like that's. I'll. I'll be the pioneer of that. You know, I'll, I'll take those lumps. But you know, figure why I had you here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I, I I'll I'll tell you, man, in no glibness and in no with no pressure. Like, I honestly like, I just like talking to you. It, it does a lot for me. Like, I That's like connecting cool hear, with you. Man. So, like, it, like like what like you you rebooting your podcast? Like, like fucking text me and I'm I'm here. Like, I I, I you know like for real. Well, like, I appreciate that, uh, and I and I appreciate
0: you you coming and, and and doing this. too I meet a lot of people and i talked to a lot of people and like you kind of said i listen to a lot of people right um i have this thing though in my head that i've really come to identify as one of my little personal issues is i have a lot of conversations with people especially because i had a podcast before i would like interview people and i'd fuck around and think we were friends and then like we, like i'd have to realize like, like oh not, we're not fucking friends i just <laughs> like inter- <laughs> just ask that guy about his career for an hour and a half we're not fucking friends but like since we met, and I remember like the first time after I did Harmontown, and we just kind of like sat upstairs in the old, like the castle, yeah. And we were just fucking drinking and talking. I'm like, oh, I think
2: me and Dan are actually friends. Well, that means a lot to me. <laughs> it means it means yeah. a lot to me too. I feel man. the same way because yeah, I meet people and I'm like, I you know, it's no no nothing on them. Yeah. I I always feel like it's like oh you just you don't I, I don't know I feel like it's like a. Yeah, I would just use the word autistic or I'm just like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to keep meeting a bunch of people and I don't I don't know. I really like, yeah, I connect with you. I like talking to you like you are a creature of empathy and honesty. And uh, I really appreciate that not only want to reward it but it's its own reward Mm. to like fucking come back to it so i guess that's what they call friendship hey man (laughs) works for me where whatever you want like that involves like hanging out with you which yeah yeah that's called friendship like just uh uh yeah i'll i'll you know i could i could come in as like a speedy mcfeely to your podcast (laughs) and be like I got a letter. <laughs> you got. You got to wear the. Did he wear? He wore like the little. Uh, the shorts,
0: like. Uh, like the guy from ACDC. Did he wear those little shorts? Little mailman shorts. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. a
2: little Boy Scout that's outfit. Good. Kind of. That's good. I you never. I,
0: I. could never pull that off.
2: I'll tell you. Uh, a children's show with a character named McFeely wouldn't get off the desk these days. No. That's why. That's that, one of the many reasons Mr. Rogers was a hero. That name would certainly be changed.
0: Yeah. But um, thank you for uh allowing me the space to uh, say all these things in no particular order and uh thanks for giving your genuine feedback to him without having something structured this feels like a very good template as a way to like kick this thing off again yeah, yeah.
2: well let, yeah let me know let me know how i can help it anyway right, i will i'm kind of semi retired i'm just going to be in my garage making wood table and, saws i meant to ask you uh, about that but we'll t- we'll talk about that later all right Thank
1: you, Dan. Thank you.